The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. So what do women want in a man? Is it sensitivity? Is it being the bad boy? You know, it can get really confusing because it seems like you read something different each month in all the different men's magazines out there. But our guest today thinks he knows exactly what women want in a man. And he's written a book about it. His name is Elliot Katz and he's the author of the book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants. Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. Mr. Katz is a professional speechwriter and author of seven nonfiction books ranging from topics on travel to the economy. And Elliot lives in Toronto, Canada. And Elliot, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Well, thanks for being here. Um, so, Elliot, tell us what inspired you to write this book about what women want in a man. Well, it really was uh, my own journey, like like many books of this type. It's, it's a person's own journey. I was married for 10 years, then I got divorced, and like a lot of people, at first I blame the other person, right? It's all their fault. And then you come to the point of thinking, well, what do I have to learn from this? I don't want to go through this again. And so I really set out on a journey of what, what does it mean to be a man, trying to learn what it means to be a man. And the first thing I learned was a lot of men are confused. And you sort of talk to other men, you hear all these messages, you know, be sensitive, don't be controlling, be a you know, nice guy. And, and it doesn't seem to be working. We're trying our best to be so nice and so pleasing to women, and they don't seem to be happy. And, um, and then I started reading books on relationships. I read like a mountain of books, and they really didn't say anything to me. What does it, what does it mean to be a man? And it's only when I turned to the, the timeless insights that fathers and other older male role models used to teach younger men about what it means to be a man that I was blown away. And the thing that really blew me away is it, was that it coincided with what I heard women complain is lacking in men today. They don't show leadership, they don't make decisions, and they don't take responsibility. There seems to be like this massive disconnect about men thinking, well, don't be controlling, don't make any decisions, let her make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, and women are so frustrated with men who can't make decisions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, th- I mean, going back to your title, you know, it's called Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants. I mean, how did you know that you know what you suggest you know is what women really want? I mean, did you just talk to women? Did you interview a bunch of them, or are you just kind of observations on what they talk to you about? Well, I was just I talked to a lot of women. It wasn't like formal interviews, but just talking because really it was a journey. I was trying to learn, and when you're trying to get answers to questions, you, you listen to what people say. And I remember hearing women 
you know, who are successful in business, they say, you know, I may be a boss at work, but when I'm with a man, I want to feel like a woman. I want him to take charge. And I, and I couldn't count the number of single women who would tell me that when they go in on a date, and, you know, they're just going out for a cup of coffee with the guy. The guy can't even decide where to go for a cup of coffee. He wants her to decide. And then when they finally get to a place, he can't even choose a table to where to sit. He wants her to choose. Yeah. And I explained, to, you know, to the, the man, to the woman, she's looking at a man, you know, as a life partner in life. There's many challenges, crises, problems. We all know that. And if you, you can't even decide where to go for a cup of coffee, it's, it's not a it's not a good impression at all. Yeah, definitely. It's always the so what do you want to do type of conversation. Right, and right. And you know what? Women tell me they love a man a man with a plan. Yeah. You know, if definitely. you ask a woman out, have a plan. Say, you know, I made dinner reservations at this restaurant. After that, we can go to a show. I bought tickets for it, and I'll pick you up at six o'clock. Please be ready. They love it. Yeah. Not this. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I've heard like, <laughs> some of the women will say, a guy calls asks me out, would you like to go out Saturday night? Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? What time should I pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, we laugh, but like, like many men will argue with me that, yeah, no, that's good, because I'm showing I'm flexible, I'm not controlling. Yeah, it's yeah. not about being controlling. It's about showing leadership. It's showing that you're, you know, that, you know, when it comes to a marriage situation, the woman's, complain that the man is oblivious you know the man thinks oh the, you know the home the children are the woman's domain but to the woman she, she feels like what do i have here this guy's oblivious he, there's problems going on he leaves everything to me it, it's like this massive disconnect yeah yeah so you know you mentioned a few of those things like what you think women are looking for in a man um so what do you think are the three biggest things that women are looking for in a man today but many men are lacking well, so three things. Leadership. You know, what is leadership? It's not being controlling. It's really the opposite of being controlling. It's, you know, a leader thinks about the greater good of his family, of his, of his relationship, of his wife. He's being controlling is someone who is just, um, you know, uh, just thinking about themselves, not, you know, not thinking about anybody else. Uh, I, next thing is making decisions, you know. So many, you know, there's lots of decisions, and there are many decisions that, the, you know, the decision itself isn't that important, but a decision has to be made. And if you just leave everything, every decision to, to your wife, it's very frustrating to her. So she wants a man who can make decisions. It doesn't mean you come home from work and say, oh, you know what, I've decided we're going to move to Australia. Yeah. You no, know, obviously, major decisions yeah, have to be, you know, agreed upon, made together. But so many things like, you know, what restaurant do you want to go to? Like, no. If you're going out for dinner, you know, have a plan. Think about a restaurant you'd like to go to. Like all these things, or you're making activities for the children. Don't just leave everything to her. Like participate. Like look into things. Try to find solutions. And the other thing is taking responsibility. You know, so many men, especially I meet divorced men, they'll complain that um, that you know, oh my wife, she spent me broke. You know, it's all her fault. And like nobody has any sympathy for them. They don't understand, like, people expect a man to take responsibility. You know, as much as we talk about gender equality, people expect that a man will take responsibility. If there's a problem going on, he will, he will handle it. If you see, you know, he'll, he'll take measures to put an end to it. Nobody wants to hear a man say he's a victim of a woman. It's a big, big turnoff. So why do you think men today lack these traits? Or has, you know, this been a problem for men for, for going back ages? Right. Well, I, I think... Um, 
you know, a lot of people, they'll blame the feminists. A lot of men, that's what they'll do, right? They'll blame the feminists. Mm -hmm. But really, I say to them, well, you know, a lot of feminists have these ideas, but why did we as men not know that that's not how we should be as men? I think a lot of it really is like things, changes that happen in our society. Uh, you know, a lot of men, a lot of boys that grew up with families without fathers, they were, you know, divorced and, or else their fathers worked long hours and then they went to school and most teachers were women and they really didn't have a strong male role model. And, and, and uh, you know, that it really... It, it, and for that reason, and you know, you can blame the feminists, but really we weren't taught what in previous generations fathers and other older male role models used to teach younger men. Hmm. So it's basically a lack of uh, male mentorship is the big I think big so. Problem. I think so. I think, you know, I think your, your uh, daily emails, is, I see that as a, like a male mentor to a lot of people. <laughs> well, we hope it helps. That's, what, that's why we do it. Um, so, Elliot, you talk a lot in your book how women are looking for men to lead in a relationship and you know they're looking for a strong you know masculine presence in their life uh, but it seems if you listen to pop culture you know it seems like the message is that women are looking for the sensitive and soft you know new age guy you know why do we have these contradictory views it's a very good question you know we see on tv like the, the way men are portrayed on tv i mean that's another thing that influences young men right the guys on tv they're portrayed as buffoons and idiots you know, it's 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 interesting. I don't really know why, you know, there's so much of that in the media. But the reality is, if you see, you know, men who are sensitive and develop that feminine side, they really don't do well with women. Like, they'll have a lot of women friends, and if they're interested in getting romantically involved with a woman, that woman will say, well, you know, I, I see you're a nice guy. I see you as a good friend. I, I don't see you as someone I would get involved with, because really, he's almost like he's made himself one of the girls. So... That's all come from the media. I just don't know why why the media is just is putting out these bad ideas. It's just I think it's like gone to an extreme. We have this image of men domineering, controlling, and so they've gone to this other extreme when really it's really in the middle. You know, nobody wants somebody domineering or controlling, but they don't want a total pushover either. It, in some sense, it's a tragedy that that so many men are getting ideas from television that are just not beneficial to them. I just think, I mean, if you go back to the 1950s and 60s, there were shows like Father Knows Best and Leave it to Beaver. and um, You know, they were kind of idyllic and not really realistic, but still, Father Knows Best, there was a problem. The father came home. He showed leadership. He dealt with a problem. He wasn't a buffoon. He wasn't an idiot. It's, uh, you know, things have just changed. Yeah. It's gone too far to the other extreme. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for your word from our sponsors. Wedding season is coming up, and if you are preparing for the big day, I know wedding planning can be really intimidating, but finding the perfect suit shouldn't be. Indochino makes it easy to get a fully customizable suit right from your home. Don't just wear any suit on your big day. Wear a custom made-to-measure suit. Suits start at just $499, which is about the same price you'd pay for an off-the-rack suit at a department store. And they've also got custom made-to-measure shirts starting at just $89. So I've talked about my Indochino suit on the podcast before. They've been a longtime podcast sponsor. It's navy blue. The measuring process was super easy. They got these video guides you follow. You'll need another set of hands to help you out with that. But the really fun part is customizing it. Got to customize how I wanted the lapels on the jacket, the pockets, the lining. I went no pleats on the pants on this suit. A lot of fun. And then in a few weeks, you have a made-to-measure custom suit sent directly to your door. When planning your wedding, get a suit as unique as you with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code MANLINESS to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. 
That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code MANLINESS. And now back to the show. All right, so what advice do you have to, for a man um, who feels like he's constantly getting henpecked by his wife? You know, he feels like his wife's totally dominating the relationship, that he doesn't have really have a say. Uh, is there any timeless wisdom from the ages that you know, a man can use for that situation? Well, it's a common situation. <laughs> so what I tell men is, Show leadership, but I'll tell you what, first, what not to do. Don't, if you know your wife has been making all the decisions and you start saying, well, I'm going to show I'm the leader, I'm going to make this, you know, she says we're going to do this, I'm going to say we're going to do the complete opposite. And you know, I'll show I'm, I'm the leader, we're not doing that, we're going to do the complete opposite. Well, that's just going to cause more conflict because you're undermining her and it's like out of the blue. So what I tell men is look for situations in your home and your family that need to be dealt. Look for problems, look for you know, uh, things that, that are not being done that, you know, that she's not doing, that she just does not have the time to do or something with the kids, and show leadership. Step forward and find a solution and implement it. And at first you might be kind of shocked that, like, you, you know, she's taken aback that you're actually doing something, but just keep doing that. Look for more problems, more situations, then you'll be her hero because that's what she wants. She wants somebody who's stepping forward and, and handling things. She's frustrated with a man who just leave everything to her. It, it, you know that that's that's like I said at the beginning. That's that's the amazing thing. Like men think that you know I'm being this nice, non-controlling, sensitive guy. I'm leaving her to make the decisions, but really she's totally frustrated with that. She wants a guy who's going to make decisions. I've talked to so many women. They say, yeah, we want men who can make decisions. We don't want to make all the decisions. We don't want to be dominated. We don't want this 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 passive, oblivious guy who's just leaving everything to us. Yeah. So, Elliot, you mentioned in your in the intro, and you know, the name of your title of your book also has this that you know you went to like the wisdom from the ages, going back you know centuries and sometimes millennia to get your advice on what it means to be a man. So, who were some of the the people that you encountered, or some of the men you encountered that had some really good things to say on what it means to be a man? Well, you know, the interesting thing is one of the, the first that. Uh, comes to mind, who really sort of, when I read his book, uh, really uh, changed me around, was Dr. Benjamin Spock, right? He wrote the book on uh, parenting. It was uh, one of the best-selling books of the 20th century. And he wrote, like, he wrote, it's amazing. I mean, I don't, I, you're familiar with Dr. Spock? Yeah, he, definitely. He, he was, uh, he, uh, during his time, people considered him very permissive. You know, he was uh, against the Vietnam War, and people said, oh, you know, the but today, if you read his book, you would say he's like middle of the road or even slightly to the, to the right of the middle of the road because he said, and he said the biggest complaint he heard from women is that their husbands don't show their share of leadership at home. And when I read that, I said, oh, like, <laughs> I, was, I was just blown away because I never really thought of that. You know, here I'm on this journey trying to learn what I had, you know, what I needed to learn to be a better man in a relationship. And he said that, and and it was really... It sort of turned me around. I said, "Well, I have to go find out what leadership what leadership means." And he says, "He says it's not, it's not it's like training the children, guiding, managing them. It's it's being you know not just a friend." He says, "You know, you, you don't see yourself as your child's friend. Your child has many friends. He only has <clears throat> he only has one father." Yeah. It, it really it was really that reading that that was one of the things I read that just turned me around. Just turned my whole way of looking at things around. It's uh. It's amazing to think how far you know we've come from that today. Yeah, and one of the interesting thing about your book, uh, Elliot, is the format you decided to put it in. It, it, it is a how-to, I guess, book dispensing advice, 
but it's not written the typical nonfiction um, format. It's actually a narrative. Why did you choose to go with kind of a fictional story to, you know, dispense this advice you have for men? Well, it's, I wrote that. It's in the form of a story of a grandfather teaching his grandson uh, these insights, and it's um, it's almost to show that it's this, these teachings missed a generation. Like the grandson didn't learn it from his father, so he goes to his grandfather because that's a connection with this timeless wisdom that's been passed on from from generation to generation, and he, and. And, and really, and it really shows that you know so many of the problems that men face today. Like I, I know I felt this way. I thought nobody's gone through this. I'm the only one in the world. Like this is craziness, you know, that I'm what I'm going through with, uh, you know, during my marriage and thing. And then he, he like his grandpa, don't oh, know that you know men have been going through this for hundreds of years, <laughs> thousands of years. And he quotes somebody that you know from a thousand years ago that says something. I said, wow, that's like it's like it's so fresh as if it's written today, and yet it was written like hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago. To really realize this is what it means to be a man. Men have to learn these things. They have to learn to leadership. They can't just be passive, oblivious, and let things go on and then complain. Nobody has any sympathy for them. It's really stepping forward, taking charge, dealing with situations, really being, being the man who's a leader of the home. You know, And that's what women want. They don't want these passive guys. I mean, you know, I meet many single women today. And, you know, there's a lot of single adults today in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and especially women who are complaining about the lack of quality men. And 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 what do they say about the men? They, that they seem oblivious. They, they seem, like, so passive. Like, they're, they don't see them as, as, as partners. Like, they're someone who's going to be a man in a relationship with them. Yeah. So like, what, what do you think men can do um, to become the strong man uh, that women want? What can they do today? Well, the first thing is to catch yourself. You know, when you start falling back into your old patterns of, you know, you're going out with a girl, you say, oh, where would I like to go to eat? Like, think, like, just simple steps. Start, start with those things. Don't ask you where you should you like to go eat. Think about it. Think about a place you would both enjoy doing. And I remember talking to one fellow. He says, I guess that means, you know, I was just going to call my girlfriend and say, make some plans for this weekend. I said, no, why don't you make some plans? Be a man with a plan and really <clears throat> extend that to other things. You know, like if you're in a relationship, you see situations that need to be dealt with, don't just leave it to her. Step forward and deal with it. If you, you know, if you're married and living in a home, you see see things that in the home that need to be done, step forward, take charge, you know. Like so many men, they just think, well, I'll just do whatever my wife tells me to do. You know, I take, you know, and I, I'm such a great husband. I, you know, wash the dishes. I take the garbage out. I, I mow the lawn. I change diapers. I give the kids baths. And that's great. It's great, you know, to do all those things. But... It's almost like you're the nanny. You got to step forward and say, "What are the situations here that need to be dealt with? What are the decisions that have to be made? Like, what is going on? Like, and be the leader. Really, women really want that. It's, it's over and over. Women are telling me this is what they want, and when they can find a man like that, they're, they're happy. Excellent. Well, Elliot, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. It's been great talking to you, Brent. Our guest today was Elliot Katz. Elliot is the author of the book "Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants." Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. And you can pick up Elliot's book at Amazon.com. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. For more manly tips and advice, make sure to check out the Art of Manliness website at artofmanliness.com. And until next time, stay manly.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.